Have you ever had to give yourself a pep talk just to walk into a car dealership? Or have you ever thought to yourself, I can't trust car salesmen. They don't have my best interests at heart. I'm here to debunk the myths and break the stigma. Welcome to Carman Conversations, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Carman Conversations, and this one is a bit of a bonus episode and a pretty special one today because I've been joined by my beautiful twins, Bud and Kayla. Welcome. Thank you. Also joined by Rachel to throw us under the bus today. And a little bit <laughs> and, of family heat. Answer some uh, tough questions, I'm sure, but um, lovely to have you on Carman Conversations, and uh, let's get it underway. Thanks, Rachel. Welcome, guys. How are you feeling? Good, thanks. First, I think you should introduce yourselves for all of our podcast listeners. Uh, my name is Kaylin Camilleri. I'm 14. And that's it. My name is Kayla Camilleri and I'm also 14. Twins, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Do you like being a twin? Yeah, um, she copies me. He copies me. It's good sometimes, but I don't know what it would feel like to be, like, not a twin, you know? I don't know what it would feel like to be a twin. Yeah. Not as good as you think. Best friends too? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are. I think you are. Firstly, uh, what was dinner and beverage last night? We'll start with you, Luke. Uh, Dinner and beverage for me last night was a 450-gram rib on the bone with chips, mushroom sauce, salad, and three schooners of stone and wood. Only three. Only three schooners. Three's enough. Guess yep. it was a Tuesday night. It was a Tuesday <laughs> night. Um, last night I had a eye fillet steak with chips on the side and gravy. It's nice with uh, lemonade and a Coke. Nice salad. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kayla? For dinner last night I had a chicken schnitzel with gravy and a side of chips and a lemonade. Yum. What about your ice cream, you two? Oh, yeah. Hey? hey? <laughs> Rainbow <laughs> ice cream for dessert. Had a delicious two scoop cookies and cream. No dessert for me, I don't need it. <laughs> you had three turns of beer. <laughs> I did. I did. That was my dessert, and I'll try. All right, so we're going to start off with some easy ones. Um, Kayla, what's your favourite food? Uh, my favourite food is probably pineapple. Pineapple? Yeah. Interesting. What about you, bud? Cinnamon donuts, hot. Fresh cinnamon donuts from Donutkins, nothing beats it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, what is your favourite time of the year? Probably Christmas time, spending time with my family around Christmas. Beautiful. Probably around my birthday, July. Nice and cold. Temperature's nice to go outside, play basketball. And it's my birthday, so... It's, it's, also, it's also Kayla's birthday. Yeah. Uh, How does it feel yeah. sharing a birthday? Ask her that. All the attention comes to me, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think we get equal attention, but... I agree, Kayla. Yeah. I agree. I don't know. I like it. Mm. I just... Yeah. That's right. You know no other no other way, do you? No. <laughs> it's been that way for 14 years, so. Yeah. I think it would be quite nice. Um, now, you have a wonderful father here who loves to take you away and, and spoil you guys on holidays. What's been your favourite one to date? Probably Tangaluma. And yeah, tangle room every holidays. Beautiful. Fiji, hundred percent. Yeah, you can't go wrong, can you? New Zealand. It's been a while. Yeah, need to go back. I liked Fiji. Yeah. 
Yeah, we had Fiji a bit of a run there for a bit, but yeah, COVID drew on that pretty quickly. But yeah, we're probably due for a, another run back, I reckon. Be fun. This might happen. We might make that happen, eh? Yeah, that's a good idea. Wow. You've got, a, you've got that on recording, so it's better <laughs> than having it written down. I never said when. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, Kayla, I'm going to start with you. What is your favourite thing about your dad? Um, <laughs> how he just spores us a lot and... Oh. We'll cross to bud. Um, probably making me feel like a friend, talking like... More than just my dad, you know. Yep, yep. Like that guy, you know. That guy. Good person all around. <laughs> Relatable. Makes you feel like you're part of um his friends group. Yep, something like that. Nice. Do you want to change your answer, Kayla? Um, I agree with Bod. Um, <laughs> always doing stuff with us, and yeah. Nice. Nice. Very nice. I think he cares a lot. Now. All you guys really know is your dad being involved with this dealership and um, you guys are sort of approaching that age where you have to start to think about what you want to do when you leave school, whether or not you thought about it, I don't know, um, but it's a pretty amazing business that your dad runs here. Um, how does that make you feel? Um, it's good to have someone there that knows their way around their businesses and what to do in general, you know, if I ever want to join the big leagues I can. <laughs> We're not talking about basketball, are we? <laughs> um, I'm proud that my dad, you know, owns this place. It's pretty cool that, you know, he's here and he owns it. But when I'm older, I'm going to be a hairdresser. I'm pretty certain that that's what I want to do when I'm older. That's ne not the question. No, it is the question. It is the question. Okay. It's both. Yeah. Two-part question. Well, I have seen you do your hair and it's very good. I think you'll be genius, Kayla. Best hairdresser ever, I reckon. Thank you. It's funny, we will often talk about, Kayla always will mention when we're driving past, how does it feel that that's yours? And, and I always say the one thing that makes me pro more proud than ever is rather than driving past the dealership is seeing a number plate frame with Aspley mm, Master on yeah. it. Yeah, and there are a few going around. I always look at and I go, that's the bit that I like, the Aspley Master, the Aspley Master. But yeah, it's nice being able to share that with the guys, that's for sure. Absolutely. Um, wait, bud, what do you want to do when you're older? Um, I don't want to work at Master, but <laughs> um, I probably want to go and like either be a doctor or something like a lawyer. Yeah, so aiming high. I love helping that. Helping out people. Nice. Nice, mate. Now, I don't know whether you guys are aware, but your dad's kind of a big deal around here. He's very big in the community. A lot of people know him. How does that make you feel? Uh, we were aware. Always getting calls every second. That's true. Everyone talking about him every time we go out in public. What was that, Luke Camilleri? You know, you hear that a lot. You can't go so. anywhere without seeing someone, you know. Exactly. So, yeah, it's, we definitely knew that. Is it, can it be hard for you guys, like, in school and everyone else sort of seeing that, knowing that? Um, there's a lot of people at my school that know dad and that he runs the business but yeah it can be hard it's kind yeah. of all they talk about sometimes yeah occasionally i'll get people to say like i don't know something about dad saying like you know he's pretty big and 
his ads, he, they always see him in ads and all that mm. stuff. So He's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you feel proud? Yeah. That's oh, nice. Yeah. So you have to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do you think, so I, you know, be, working in the dealership now, I can see the the disciplines that your dad enforces and, and trains people here um, to get a result. Um, and obviously there's reason for it. There's method to his madness, yep. you could say. Um, do you think that your dad was a bit hard? It can be a bit hard on you guys? Um, not these days. I used to, when I was younger, always in time out. Spent half my childhood in time out. <laughs> but uh, these days it's pretty chill. Most of the time we're doing the right thing, so. Maybe there's a reason why you're now doing the right thing. That's true, that's true. Maybe. Good point. What about you, Kayla? I think we're pretty good kids. And Diplomatic. Yeah. I like how you've gone with a proactive approach there, Kayla. It's clever. Very good. Very good. Now, you guys aren't ready to drive yet, but you will be in the next year, couple years. Do you think that your dad will be a good driving instructor? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's controversial. Come on, I've done plenty of others. I've got plenty of experience. There's a few, there. there's a few before you, yeah. How can I be good, I guess? I hope you're better than what you are driving the golf buggy to take over. Jesus. <laughs> Some bushes been ran over. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you'll be a good instructor. I know I will be. I know. Is, is he patient? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, Not confident, of. yeah, but. Tries his harness, I guess. Well, at least you guys know you'll always have a um, safe car to drive. Correct. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. So, Bud and Kayla, you guys come from a very big family, lots of siblings. Do you like that? I mean, you don't know any different, but um, do you often think what it would be like to not have so many siblings? Um, nah. You know, you always had support there. Always had someone help you out, help you grow into your own personality and your own person, which is great, and I couldn't wish any other way with growing up. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do if, if I didn't have a sibling. Like, there's lots there, you know. I can always rely on one of them to be there for me and yeah. It's plenty obvious. Heaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I only have one sister and I often, she lives overseas, so I often wonder what it would be like to have a bigger family and have that feeling. But it'd be very nice. Yeah. Alright Luke, I'm going to cross to you for a bit of a, um, a deeper question yep. with the kids here. Mm -hmm. What has been one of your biggest challenges being a father? Ooh. Um, probably the biggest challenge is the, the fear of letting, letting the kids down. I guess it's the biggest challenge thing that to, to me is that like when you have a really high standard and you want to be everything, um, but you can't, and you feel as if you're not like filling every gap. It can, it can be really lonely, can be really daunting, um, and yeah. So the, the, to me, the, I probably think the hardest part is making sure that you do everything in your possible power not to not to let them down when they need it the most. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, which is which is tough because you, especially for someone like me that overthinks a lot of things and. And you know, sometimes tries too hard, and um, you know, I dig really deep and think about things that probably aren't relevant or as they are, you know, um, 
and uh, yeah, sometimes that can be pretty taxing on the old mind, making sure that um, you're giving what you need. So yeah, as a, as a father, that's sometimes the hardest part. And I think as well, you have to give so much in your job as well. So finding that, I mean, I don't want to say balance, but just finding the right sort of um, levels there can be hard. Yeah, it can be difficult. It really can. And, and even to switch off sometimes and uh, from a business point of view, sometimes with what I try and do is I relate business and personal together. Um, to keep myself just not thinking about cars, cars, cars and make it relatable to, to other things and, and disciplines and process and, and probably to be better and good energy and etc. Um, and sometimes I can treat situations a little bit the same way from a business point of view and then be calculated if we're taking out the emotion and feeling. Um, and yeah, that, that's a tough one to make sure that I'm not doing that. And, um, yeah. and that gauge in between can sometimes be different and looking at it from the other way too, looking at it from a a business sense or that, that mindset as opposed to it just being um, genuine as it is, you know. So, yeah, it can be tough sometimes to turn off and, and, um, and yeah, with a, with a good balance, but it's important to try and find it. I think I've definitely got better as I've got older, um, you know, with a lot more experience and, and calmed a lot and, and know what's important to the kids and I try the, the, my very best to be the, the best dad I can be, so. Yes, and... Um Bud and Kayla, do you like that your dad is spending more weekends with you now? Yeah, that's it's main time, so you know, spend time, so I think it's important for the relationship. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and lastly, to finish up on a lighter note, what is the number one thing that Luke does to it that annoys you? Actually, I got this one. This is a big one. A big one? It's obviously a few. <laughs> if we're talking about the main one, he does a stupid pinch kind of on your leg where he grabs your leg and... Like, like this? That one? <laughs> and just pushes the muscles on your leg and it hurts hurts so bad and he's just pissed. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Just making you stronger. But I've lost it. Oh, true. I had a really good one, but actually. That's because I don't know what you can I don't know. She said it was a really good one. <laughs> well, that's all the questions I have. Have you got anything to ask? Um, do I have any questions? Yeah, probably, I guess, um, through my... Qu- I've got, I got a couple of questions, actually. So one of them, um, and I've asked, asked your brothers this one before. So you're grade nine, you're going into grade 10 next year. Is there ever in a point when you think, okay, I really need to be making a decision on what job I'm going to do now or what career that I want, and you feel that it you, you're totally lost as to make a decision, but you feel at the same time you're getting pressure to make a decision? Damn, that's like three questions in a while. No, I, I mean it more as in the, in a way of like, you, you've obviously, with, you're in school, you're about to go into year 10, there's subject selection, and there's always the talk about what are you going to do when you leave school. Do you find pressure that you, you may not know, um, you know, what you want? And then it might change monthly, it might change, you know, seasonal. Um, but do you feel that, you know, because it's always talked about at school, do you feel that and that there's pressure on you to make a decision about what you want to do because you feel like there's a timeline that you have to make a decision? Uh, do you feel the pressure around that? Or do you feel as if you don't really need to make a decision now around what sort of career you want to do that will just come when it comes? I reckon definitely around the subject selection because, yep. you know, that's pretty much how you determine what you're going to be able to do when you're older. 
and like, at, like you have to do good in your particular subjects to get to the point where you want to like do your job that you think. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty confident with what I want to do, so I don't know. It doesn't really like bother me, and there's nothing in like the like subject selections that like help me for what I want to do. Yep. So yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah, bother me. Yeah, see, and I see it all the time. I see it with, like, we're at 138 employees now in the dealership, and, you know, some people will come straight from school and just know what they want to do. They know, like, they, they, oh, this is what I want to do, and I've known it for years. And, and there's others that have got no idea that, that have gone, and I, I interviewed a lot of people yesterday and that have gone and done university degrees and courses in their second year through their, their study, but it's not that they don't like it, they don't enjoy it, and that they did it at the time because they felt that they had to choose something. And here they are navigating their way through their career now, thinking, oh, I don't know what I need to do. And I don't think that's such a bad thing. And I don't think from, um, from, from a point of view for you guys is that if you don't know what it is you want right now, um, it might change. You don't need that pressure on yourself that you need to pick something, you know. Uh, it will come. Uh, it really will come. Um, and you don't want to be picking the wrong thing just for having to make a decision. I felt that. I felt the pressure back when I was at school and in high school and... In year 11, they wanted you to start talking about what you're going to do, what you're going to do, um, what's your career going to be. And, and through year 11, you had to have your job placement where you'd go and do one day a week in a, in a, in a job. And, and I, I remember back then, they were saying, well, what is it you want to do? Do you, do you want to do accounting? Do you want to do marketing? Do you want to do business? And they were pro prompting me. And, you know, and in your head, I felt the pressure. I think, well, I need to choose something. I need to choose something to go and do because if not, you know, I'm either going to get in trouble or, or something or else, you know. And... And uh, I didn't know at the time, you know, I, I simply didn't. And, and what with experience now after 29 years of working here is is that you don't know necessarily, and it's not a bad thing at 14, 15, 16 years of age, not knowing what you want to do, you know. It's not, not a bad thing because it'll change and um, don't, I don't think you should feel pressured. It's, um, but the one thing to really concentrate on is, is that having a good work ethic, a good mindset, good positive energy, uh, and having a really good outlook about being proactive in, in the workforce uh, um, and, and understanding that, you know, you've got to have all these right morals no matter what the job is that you're going to do, you know, and then from little basic principles around good manners, hellos and goodbyes and, and um, good practice around being on time and attention to detail, it doesn't matter what you're going to choose, will be, that will be relevant in any job you're going to choose, you know. So, yeah, that's often, often an interesting one. I thought about it a bit last night when I was driving home after the interview. It's like the amount of people that are have spent years and years on university study and, and time and money that goes into it, but you know, they're three years in and, and they throw it away because you know it's not what they wanted to do and they felt they had to do it. So, um, second question for you guys um, is if you could right now choose a, and I'm asking you this question because I got asked a couple of weeks ago, if you could choose anyone, whether they be dead or alive, <laughs> to have dinner with, and you can only choose three guests, so you and three others, who would you choose? Um, I'd definitely go with someone high, high in power, and that's someone motivational. Probably like, I don't know, prime minister, <laughs> president that's passed away. And I'd probably go with favorite person that's died like Kobe Bryant someone you know that 
it's important, I guess. What about you, Kayla? Um, someone I know who I don't really have like a particular person in mind, but someone I know that will, you know, inspire me to do what like I want to do, and just yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't beat you dinner party, so. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I don't think you made a list, to be honest. I don't think I did either. No. I don't think I did either. Do you have a favourite actor, actress, comedian? Comedian? Favourite TV show that you watch? Someone's on there. Favourite comedian, probably Kevin. Kevin Hart? Yeah, that's yeah he's, funny he's pretty funny. They're so tiny. Yeah, so tiny. <laughs> I reckon, like, Kevin Hart and The Rock, like, having them as a duo on the table would be pretty fun. That's perfect. Well, you guys got any questions for me? No, just look how they were able to do that and not invite 15 people. Thank you. Yeah, just Thank you, that's to why that we'll go on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? Actually, I do have a question. Yes, hit me. Were you ever pressured in your growing up as your parents always run dealerships, car dealerships, from Jaguar to that other one, to Mazda? Yep. Were you ever pressured to work at one of them, like Mazda? Um, yeah, I, I probably, not so much pressure, but an expectation that I would, you know, um, and, um, and, and again, I didn't know any, any, any wiser at, at the time, like, I knew I didn't want to work at a dealership, I didn't want to feel as if I was given a job or handed a career, I wanted to earn my right, I wanted to do my own thing, um, and yeah, it probably wasn't as if you're working for me and you start here, it was an expectation growing up. Um, that yeah, that it was a family business, and with the family business came succession. Um, and it, with my both my older brothers, Joseph and Jake, both started in the dealership. You know, one five years before me, and the other one three. And and um, they were both um, motor mechanics, so what they came on as an apprentice mechanic. And I think it was just an unwritten law that I would start when I left school as well. You know, and um, so yeah, I probably did. Um, not that I felt the pressure from your starting when you you know leave school. And it was more around, I felt the pressure on myself from an expectation, you know, and, um, and with that expectation came, you know, the success of a, a really well-run business and watching my dad with the, the work ethic he has, so I watched it from a, from a little fella, is that that's all he did, worked and worked and worked and worked and it was probably um, a bit of a deterrent to me. I loved his work ethic, but at the same time, I thought that's all he does, you know, um, and um, so that was always a big part for me is, you know, that it, it just was not to be exactly like that and to spend as much time as with, with, um, with my family as I possibly can, um, but also create a legacy like, like uh, my dad had of building a, a bit of an empire and um, a succession plan for, for the family, you know, so. That's a great answer. Good question, mate. Really good question. Well, it's been a bit of an honour and, uh, and a bit of a privilege to be able to have um, my twins, Caitlin and Kayla, join us on calm and conversations like i said this one was a bit of a bonus episode and and not really planned so i hope you've really enjoyed this episode of calm and conversations uh keep on the journey feel free to dm uh any questions uh, or anything that you would like to talk about you can follow the links in the description below that's all for today's episode of calm and conversations thanks for listening if you're keen to learn more about today's topics or if you have any questions head over to my instagram ldc underscore zero one or follow along at aspley.master if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe to us on your favourite podcast provider by searching Car Man Conversations. And please, if you love what you're hearing, don't forget to leave us a great review.